consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Mediterranean aboard the brand new Carnival Breeze. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out all of our cruise news, our sea blog, and everything from Carnival Breeze at cruiseradio.net. We are aboard the brand new Carnival Breeze this week on a 12-night Mediterranean sailing as we make our way around Italy and back to Barcelona. This week's show is all about Carnival Breeze. We'll be talking to President and CEO of Carnival Cruise Lines, Jerry Cahill, getting passengers reviews and we'll talk to staff from the different food and entertainment venues around the ship nancy shredder from the family travel network will drop by and a whole lot more president and ceo of carnival cruise line jerry cahill is with us and senior vice president of guest commerce gus and torcha is here welcome to cruise radio guys Thanks very much. Always a pleasure to be with you two guys. Thank you. I just enjoyed one of Guy Fieri's burgers, a Guy's Burger Joint. Just so, so yummy. There's been actually been a lot of talk, Jerry, as to when you're going to start wearing your hair like Guy. Because when I think Jerry Cahill, I think bleach tips. <laughs> yeah, the ship seems to have uh, more of a Caribbean feel um, here on the breeze and uh, less of the flashy Vegas glitz and whatnot why is that um i don't think you're right i think it's 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 just as flashy as it ever was it's just a different look and feel i mean you're right i'm giving you a hard time we did want to (laughs) we wanted to be more tropical Uh, most of our ships spend most of their year in the caribbean and so we wanted to kind of fit in with this environment and if you look at this pub right i mean what is this pub it's very tropical and in its nature and all so that's what you're trying to achieve what do you attribute all the excess to Hard work, I think. <laughs> now, you know, each we want each space to have its own personality. I don't want you to go to two different bars on our ships and just have a beer. Mm-hmm. I want you to go to two different experiences. All right? And so that's what, and it's the same thing with, with, with dining. All right? I want it to be not just different food, but a totally different experience. And so that's what we're trying to achieve with each of these. And I think we've kind of hit that. Uh, because if you want, look, we are not in the business of providing rooms. We are in the business of creating memories and vacation experiences. And to do that, you have to create an environment. And if you look at this pub we're, we're sitting in right now, and you guys, you know, you guys are very experienced in this pub, I know, because of your bar tab. <laughs> but, I mean, if you look, we're crea- we create experiences here. And it's, when you go home, it's, it's memorable. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. Something tells me, Gus, you have something to add to that. I do. The, the other thing we tried to do, you know, we carry 4.4 million guests, and so we carry um, more families than any other cruise line. We carry more young adults than any other cruise line. We carry more empty nesters than any other cruise They're line. Seniors. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what we've, we've tried to do um, is create spaces that are, some are quiet, some are loud, some are more formal, some are informal, ultimately to allow the guests to define what, what's fun and memorable for themselves and then find a space that delivers that to them on board. And so you'll see a wide variety of spaces um, within the, in, in the lounges, in the bars, or in the dining experiences that allow you to really tailor what vacation you want to have on board. Let me mention a space you guys have probably never seen. 
All right, and it's called the Library Bar. Now, it's a very quiet yeah. bar, you know. <laughs> now. What are you what, what are you suggesting? <laughs> what are bugs? <laughs> that was my point exactly. <laughs> I've seen you guys. <laughs> so, but that was created. This is the first ship to have one, and it was created so we would have a quiet alternative for somebody who wants to go in and have a quiet drink before dinner or after dinner or something like that. Somebody my age, you might say. Right. A few minutes ago, we were talking off mic about Motor City. Have you got to experience Motor City in the new 5D Thrill Theater yet? Um, I have not gone to the 5D Thrill Theater yet. Have you gone down there yet? I have, yeah. What we tried to do there is is bring something very different to cruise ships um, and to the the carnival uh, vacation experience. It is a... 5D plus, actually. And so it's, it's 3D. It fits about 25 or so, so guests. Um, but then it also has the seats move. Um, there's air that blows uh, on your legs. Um, bubbles come out. Fans turn on. Seats vibrate. Smell-o-vision? Um, Is there smell-o-vision? No, not yet. Not, <laughs> not smell-o-vision. Um, but it's getting pretty close. Um, and... and and then so and we provide a, a variety of movies there. Um, they're actually 15 to 20 minute features. Um, we have things again because we carry a lot of different types of guests. We have more kids oriented features like Happy Feet, but then we have things that are a little scarier, a little more for for uh, teenagers or, or or adults. Motor City is part of the new uh, playlist production shows that we have, and the, the purpose of these was to take. Th- create a new form of entertainment for us. I mean, they're sort of a production show, but what we try to do is make them shorter, so it's 30 minutes max, show them more often, okay, and make them very high energy. And if you saw the ending of Motor City, it's very, very high energy, and the show builds, all right, as you go through it. And by the end of it, the audience is up and dancing, all right? And then what happens is we cont- the, the people in the show, they continue out of the theater into the atrium and all the guests last night came around the atrium some were down on deck three some were on deck four and some were on deck five and the place was packed and there all the guests were out dancing with us with the uh, the group that was doing the show so it was really a blast i mean it's it's a very high thing we have four of those shows um that we're going to be showing on this particular ship and um each of them you know, they play popular music and they they try and build and uh if you guys get a chance to see any of them this week, it'd be really good because I think you'd probably enjoy them. Right on, right on. Thank you, Gus Antorcha, uh, Senior Vice President, Guest Commerce, and Jerry Cahill, President and CEO of Carnival Cruise Line. God bless y'all. Thanks for tolerating our very existence. <laughs> You're welcome. It's always a blast. <laughs> this is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. 
It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or best? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being, and they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. Hi, it's Hoppy Skydeck aboard the Carnival Breeze. This is Cruise Radio. Hi, I'm Seal Selden from Oak Island, North Carolina. Overall thoughts about the Carnival Breeze? Awesome. I mean, from the dining to the entertainment to the amenities in the cabin, it is spectacular. What are the highlights for you personally? Uh, I love the punch liner uh, brunch this morning, Bloody Marys, Huevos Rancheros, and a little comedy. And uh, the Philosotherapy Pool has been awesome. Seems like the Red Frog Pub is really the overall popular hotspot for everybody. It seems to be the go-to place. It has been, and I forgot to mention that, but between the Red Frog Pub, the Red Frog Wine Bar, and the Blue Iguana Tequila Bar, you just can't go wrong with a cocktail on the ship. Go ahead and introduce yourself for everybody. Becky Beal from Birmingham, Alabama. What are your overall impressions of the ship? Well, I really, really like that it's got such a different feel from the ships in the past. It's more resort-oriented. It's got a tropical flair to it, which I think is going to do well when it home ports in Miami because of the Caribbean ports of call. I think that was a really smart move because the decor really will match where they're located once they get done with the European cruises. What are your favorite spots on the ship? Love the Serenity Deck up on top. I like the library bar. That's kind of different. I didn't think I was going to like the library bar because I kind of stay away from the library. But there's more to it than just books. Tell everybody. Absolutely. It's a serve yourself. It's really like a wine vending machine. So don't give your kids your card, your right. selling sign. Right. That's a tip right there. And you choose. There's one for white wine, one for red wine. And then among those two machines, there are two or three different kinds of red or white wine. You put your selling sign card in, and then you choose the wine you want. And then you choose, actually, which size glass. Do you want a sample? Do you want a mid-size glass or a full glass? Yeah, I understand it keeps it at its absolute freshest. It's, you know super airtight. That's what they say. They say that it's the perfect temperature for the particular wine that it is. So it's supposed to be wine at its finest and uh, no gratuity. Yeah, I love that. That's <laughs> Can't right. beat that. There are a couple of new food venues aboard Carnival Breeze like Fat Jimmy's Seaside Barbecue, Bonsai Sushi, Blue Iguana Cantina, and the all-time favorite Guy's Burger Joint, which we actually had a chance to sit down and talk to Guy last fall. You may know him from Minute to Win It. You may know him from the TGI Fridays commercials or Food Network or his many restaurants. Or you may recognize him from Bobby Moynihan's impression of him on oh, Saturday Night Live. Love Bobby. Tell me you, he's not a character. Okay, I got to know. What did you think of that as you're sitting there oh, watching? I, I could be, yeah. I couldn't more be flattered. more flattered, more thankful. I think, one, I think Bobby's hysterical. Man, I'm, I've been thrilled. I'm waiting for I want to know where my next one is. Right. How did this relationship come about with uh, Carnival? I got a call from one of my agents. They said, you ever been on a cruise line? And I said, nah. No, seriously, have you ever, like, and I said, ah, I don't really, it's too, it seems too captive. I'm an outdoors guy. I'm dirt bikes and four-wheel drives. I 
kind of stuff. And they said, would you go on a cruise? And they asked, like, what are all the questions? And they're like, well, someone's interested in doing a burger chain, you know, burger line with you. I said, well, I don't know. So I went on the cruise, had a great time. The people were fantastic. Ship was nice and clean. I mean, it was just a really cool deal. And I said, okay, let's talk about it. But then I thought as soon as I told them, like, what my expectations are going to be in terms of how the burger had to be made, they'd kind of push it off and say, oh, okay, it's a little too chefy, you know, for us to do. Um, I went on. I gave them a demo. I showed them how I wanted the burgers done. They're like, okay. I'm like, no, seriously. And they're like, yeah. And next thing you know, we're in the burger business. There's only, I don't know, maybe a million burgers out there in the world. How is this different? How is your approach to making a burger different? Well, I think there's really just a few concepts that really have it in, in the burger world. you got to use quality product. That's like the super, super key. And it doesn't mean that it has to be super expensive quality product. I'm not saying go grind up, you know, some, some prime beef. Use a good 80-20 beef. Cook it the right way. We cook it on a flat top. It's really hot. Do you mix anything with it? Nothing. Do not. There's no messing with it. Just do it straight up. Uh, lightly season it, but season it properly. Seasoning is super key when food, before food cooks and while food is cooking. Use quality ingredients, like I said. We shred the lettuce, really nice heirloom tomatoes, nice juicy tomatoes. Thinly, thinly, thinly slice the pickles. I want the pickles to disappear into there. I want to get that vinegar from the pickles. I want to have that that brininess complement the saltiness and the sweetness and the and the and the, and the butteriness of you know the, the the toasted bun. Just all these components. It works together as an orchestra. And when done right, it is. Delectable, and there's just a little bit of uh, we call it donkey sauce, just a little touch of the donkey sauce on there, and everybody giggles when you say it. When you go, down, why'd you call it donkey? It sauce? sounds naughty, guys. <laughs> Bonsai sushi is a first on Carnival Breeze, as well as Fat Jimmy's Seaside Barbecue. Matt actually had a chance to talk to Jim Barra, Chief Marketing Officer for Carnival Cruise Lines, about the two new venues. Right outside the Red Frog Pub with Jim Barra, Chief Marketing Officer for Carnival Cruise Lines. And you said you're from Kansas City. I lived in Kansas City and in Austin and Houston at yeah. different times in my life, so I'm a huge barbecue connoisseur. I'm a barbecue freak as well, and so Jimmy's Seaside Barbecue, I understand, is only on sea days, which yeah. is a little, uh, a little. I'm not going to lie, it's a little disappointing because yeah. I could eat it every day. Yeah. Why, why is that? I think just to start, we wanted to see how popular the concept would be, so in a way of piloting it and knowing that on sea days we have a ton of people on Lido and we want to be able to move people around and give them different experiences, we decided to open up Fat Jimmy's Seaside Barbecue. If it proves popular, which at least on the first couple of voyages here, it's been very, very successful, I could see us adding more days throughout the itinerary. Bonsai Sushi is the first full-service sushi restaurant in the fleet. Yeah, that's true. We'd always had offered complimentary sushi during the happy hour area on promenade, but we really wanted to take it a step further, recognizing that sushi's become more accessible, more mainstream. We still wanted to keep the offer really simple and fun and easy for everyone, but we thought having a full-service restaurant around sushi would really work, particularly in promenade, where, where again, you've got a lot of people at that time, 5, 6 o'clock, they may want to get an early bite or a little appetizer, and so to be able to go to Bonsai Sushi and take advantage of that is a great opportunity. John Heald always finds a way to interrupt our magical interview moments. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all good. I um, And I'm a sushi freak as well. Very cool. Sake, Japanese beer, a lot of interesting rolls, and then obviously kind of a la carte as well. And we've made it really accessible for our guests, all on a notepad. You don't have to be quasi-fluent in Japanese. You just check what you're looking for, and they'll bring it to you, and it's very fresh and really well done. The new steakhouse on board, Fahrenheit 555, has also gotten a great response. Doug was there with Teresa Masick. So we just got out of Fahrenheit 555. Teresa Masick with me. Teresa, what did you think of the restaurant? I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
I had the surf and turf, which was um, a lobster tail that was fine, and then a little tiny filet mignon, which was cooked perfectly. Bernays sauce, a loaded baked potato, started with a lobster bisque and a Caesar salad. It was delicious. Carnival just raised their uh, rates at their steakhouse from $30 to $35, but in your opinion, is it worth the $35? It is in mine because I'm a steak eater. So. You're from Chicago, too, so uh, steak isn't cheap up there. That's right. So, yeah, I think it's worth it. You know, if you're willing to spend money on an alternative, alternative dining experience, that's, it's probably a fair price. Kind of paint a picture of the alternative dining experience. Like, how does it differ from the dining room? Obviously, the the alternative restaurants are smaller. You have more personalized service. I think you get a higher quality food. You know, it's a specialty, specialized dining. Um, and the dining room is good, but, you know, it's a couple hundred people you're there with. The specialty restaurants are much smaller and more personalized. Teresa Norton Masick, editor-in-chief of Vacation Agent Magazine. God bless you. Always a pleasure. And great seeing you. It's always my pleasure, Doug. Another popular venue on the ship is the Blue Iguana Cantina. Matt, you like all the Mexican food. What did you think of it? Well, you know, I mean, I mean, I could live off of Mexican food, right. and they do a great job. They got the tacos, the burritos. You can get it for breakfast, the breakfast burrito, and they're also, uh, they stay open for lunch. But what's great is they've got the sidebar with all the toppings and all the sauces. This passenger really appreciated the authenticity. I was absolutely shocked and blown away because coming from San Antonio, the Tex-Mex capital of the world, the universe, you know, you know, you OD. I mean, everywhere you go in San Antonio, it's Tex-Mex. And when I saw Arapa's on the breakfast menu this morning, I, I, I had to take a second look. And when I saw the salsa menu, I was blown away with crema and salsa and all kind of the accoutrements that you would have in a really great Mexican restaurant. And the Arapa's were excellent. And I'm a fussy foodie. And arapa is not like a taco. It's about a third of an inch thick, and it's made out of a cornmeal, usually a white cornmeal, and it's stuffed with a white cheese. So it's basically a self-contained grilled cheese sandwich. And on top of all those, you also have the new Italian venue on board, Cucina del Capitano. It's served family-style. Great venue there. You have your typical Lido Deck Marketplace. Inside the Lido Deck Marketplace, you have the Comfort Kitchen, which is kind of a uh, American-style comfort food or, or southern food, whatever you want to call it. The Ocean Plaza on board also serves uh, kind of a cappuccino's latte kind of place. Uh, the Red Frog Pub serves appetizers in there. The Taste Bar offers complimentary kind of pre-dinner appetizers before dinner, and they also serve food in the adults-only area, Serenity. You can get salads, sandwiches, wraps, and other kind of light foods. There's food everywhere! Yes, you cannot go wrong. <laughs> and don't forget on the back of the ship, there's 24-hour pizza and 24-hour room service. The kid and youth programs are also really extensive on Carnival Breeze. Joining us to talk about them is Nancy Shredder from the Family Travel Network. Nancy, what do you think of Carnival Breeze? I love it. It's such a great ship for everybody, but especially for families. You've got the waterworks area with those really cool slides and the huge bucket dumping water all over everybody. There's the sports square area for families, and it's just a great ship for kids to come back to. And then there's the kids and teens programs, which are exceptional. Well, you've been talking to families all cruise long for the past five days or so. Um, what is the, what's the feedback been? The feedback is great. A lot of families picked this ship for Europe 
specifically because they wanted Carnival because they'd been on it in the Caribbean, but they were also looking for a family-friendly ship to be in in, in in Europe. In a lot of times when you go to Europe, it's you know it's tiring, kids right. get tired. It's you know, but they can come back to a ship that's got great water slides, great kids programs, lots of fun, and so they wanted something that was going to be guaranteed familiar and guaranteed fun. Why would families take a cruise in the bed? I mean, the jet lag, everything coming from the U.S., where most of our audience is, why would they do that? It's, it's such a great place to bring history to life for kids and, and take what they're learning about in school and let them experience it firsthand. So a lot of people really want to do that, and that's absolutely great. The reason to take a cruise here is because the destinations and ports come to you. So there's no lugging luggage from place to place to place, which is absolutely perfect. Everything comes to you here. It's perfect. Also, you know, a lot of families also have to worry about things like food allergies. And in the land of pizza and pasta, if your kid has a gluten allergy, that's a huge problem. But here in Carnival, you just have to let your waiter know about it, and everything's taken care of. So it's no worries, period. It's a great thing to do here. Nancy Schreider from the Family Travel Network. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio, as always. Thank you. Speaking of fun things to do for kids and kids of all ages, really, there's the new Thrill Theater. So we just got out of Carnival's brand new Thrill Theater here on Carnival Breeze. What do you think, man? Fantastic. Loved every minute of it. What a thrill ride. I'm totally Woo! covered in pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of explain what went on for the listeners. Basically, it, it was my first 4D experience, and it was fantastic. I mean, you, if you felt like you were in the middle of the action, and, and I literally found myself a couple of times reacting like something was headed straight at me. And for the people listening who have never experienced this before, it's not actually a, a movie. It's like kind of two little teasers, right? Would that be correct to say? Yeah, that sounds right. And it was about enough for me. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I'm definitely teased to see more. How would you tell your friends about what the Thrill Ride Theater is like? Shaking. It's like shaking, and then it's like bubbles and water. And then it's also like the, the temperature goes real down. Did you know the brand new Carnival Breeze has over a dozen dining options, nine entertainment venues, and a spa over 22,000 square feet? Travel writer Chris Owen here with us aboard the brand new Carnival Breeze. Chris, as always, welcome back to Cruise Radio. Good to be here. Uh, your overall thoughts about the new Carnival Breeze? Well, long-time Carnival cruisers will love it. They'll find things in similar places to any other ship. The big showroom is in the front of the ship. But uh, somebody just walking on the ship that's never sailed with Carnival before, I think will like this better than they would the previous versions of Carnival ships. And here's why. It's got a new they talk, you know, Carnival Breeze, sure, but it, it really does have a breezy uh, feel to it from the staterooms to the dining rooms, carpets. Uh, you look at all the details of the ship. They paid attention to that again, but it's all a very contemporary look, uh, very pleasing, and um, everything's in place for it to be a fabulous vacation with what's on this ship. Yeah, it is a very sunshiny, tropical uh, vibe, which is a, a bit of a departure from the, the, all the early ships. Well, it is. Um, the Gone are the neon and the Vegas glitzy look. In fact, I had to 
at, look to find some neon. And that anybody that sailed on Carnival before is going to find that hard to believe. But that really is typical of uh, the departure from the norm that this ship has done compared to the rest of the Carnival fleet and compared to a lot of other ships, too. It's, it's a very uh, – a lot of wood tones, a lot of uh, pastel colors, and uh, very pleasing decor. But it's, the, it's not the decor that's going to really separate this ship. That's neat. Like I say, that it's different. Old-time cruisers will love it. People coming off of luxury lines, the brand new luxury line ships, uh, like say Seaborn or, or uh, Viking River Cruises or, or anything, anybody that's put out a new ship has noticed this trend towards cont- a contemporary look. What's different with uh, Carnival Breeze is they've got that, but they've also got a new onboard, on, new onboard programming that really makes a big difference. They're giving a lot more for the same price. Well, it's also about creating uh, spaces, the outdoor spaces, and transforming them into areas where people actually want to hang out. Indeed. Yesterday, day at sea, 4,000 people packed, sold out ship, not a, not a, not a cabin left to, to be sold when this one sailed. On deck, people are spread out nicely. You go to the sports square, there were people playing basketball. Here's a, here's, here's a cool one. Yesterday, there's kids playing basketball, a bunch of teenagers. And they have bleachers set up where people can sit. Full of teenagers watching the watching the uh, people play on the court, cheering them on, stuff like that. And uh, then if you go down on the deck, uh, plenty of deck chairs for everybody. Still, lots of, of space. Uh, look over the side, looking over the side of our balcony, so we can see the promenade deck that wraps around the entire ship. Lots of space there. Even on a day at sea, when you would expect for people to be wandering around looking for places to sit, lots of space. You'd never guess there's 4,000 people on this ship. Now, I didn't see any spaces on the ship that were not being utilized. Like, we went to the 5D Thrill Theater yesterday. It only has 24 seats, but it's one of many venues. These things give them a lot of things to do other than sitting around on deck, maybe watching the big screen TV, which was the neat thing to do a while a while ago. And nobody had those big screen TVs. They've got that, yeah, sure, dive-in uh, movie theater. They play something on there pretty much all day long. But there's other things for them to do that uh, – spread people out even further, like the Serenity area, very popular area, mm-hmm. and very well controlled. I've seen it on other ships, on, on this line and other lines, where kids are running through the uh, adult Serenity area all the time. Not so here. It's way up high on the ship. The kids don't have the physical strength to get there yet because they're not adults. Because <laughs> um, I was just going to talk about, um, ever since they introduced the Red Frog Pub, that still seems to be the go-to spot, not just indoors, but right outside. Again, talking about the outdoor spaces, that outdoor uh, deck area outside the pub is like the hangout spot. And if you move forward a little bit, the uh, Ocean Plaza area as well with the umbrellas and the tables, people are really congregating there. It is, and it's like the heart of the ship. Uh, we saw that on Carnival Liberty, and they've duplicated it here. Um, and, and that's that's wonderful. Lots of people on staff to take care of people. That's the trick. If they can maintain those staffing levels uh, a- after the inaugural season, I think they've got a surefire winner here because you can have all the facilities you want, but if, you don't, if it's not properly staffed and you're sitting there for a half an hour waiting for a drink, yeah. it's not going to be a happy day. After Carnival Breeze does its inaugural season here in the Met, it's going to be homeported in Miami year-round. What kind of reaction do you think this ship is going to have in Miami? 
I think it's going to be fabulous. Um, they're adding every, they're going to get everything they see that we've seen here in the Mediterranean. They're going to get that plus a hot dog place. So you know who doesn't like hot dogs? Um, that's that's, uh, that's probably not the that's probably not the biggest the major feature that they're going to be honing in on when they arrive in Miami. But this this ship looks like Miami. I mean, it, it, it just it just looks like the the kind of ship you'd love to sail on, and then the itineraries that they're going to be having with, which is so unique, with short cruises and long cruises, it's very uh, unusual for a brand new ship. I want to get your quick thoughts about the staterooms? Well, again, we talked about the decor, and it is light and airy and breezy and all that sort of thing. But the space is very well utilized. Um, in in uh, our cabin, uh, for example, it's for it's made for two people, um, but there's there, and it's adequately, adequately sized for two people with a, a large sofa with uh, uh, storage underneath, uh, plenty of space to store things uh, in closets and, and drawers and all that sort of stuff. And uh, then you go out into the – even you go out into the hallway and there's a new kind of a cabin door on them that, that's uh, attractive and pleasant to look at. Uh, lighting in the cabins is nice. You can do it any way you want to. And uh, here's, here's, here's a big one. And this again goes back to the staffing levels that they're going to need to maintain if they're going to if they're going to keep this going. Fastest room service I've seen on a, any cruise ship yeah. in forever. This is Cruise Radio here with Ralph Krizzle in Dubrovnik, Croatia. Well, thanks, man. I love your accent. Thank you. I've watched many spy movies. I uh, I just it's such a romantic feeling place. It's and it's kind of mysterious to me. And maybe it's all based on that whole spy movie thing. It's pretty incredible. Why here we are in this beautiful square just outside this ancient walled city. It's absolutely gorgeous. Lucky to be here. Give me your overall thoughts on the breeze. You know, I've been surprised by the breeze. I, a carnival, I mean, it gets a bad rep at sometimes. Uh, I haven't been on carnival for quite some time on a cruise like this one. And I've been pleasantly surprised. I really like this product a lot. And I'm somebody who covers typically uh, the small luxury cruise ships. But I enjoy it quite a lot. I think what they've done with the Fun Ship 2.0 initiative is uh, it's really a great thing with all these branded outlets. I've enjoyed, uh, I've enjoyed the branded dining outlets such as Guy's Burgers and the Blue Iguana uh, Cantina. I've also enjoyed the uh, branded entertainment, uh, the, you know, the punchliner comedy by George Lopez. It's such a fresh and sunny and light and airy feel, not just the, the decor, I mean, which is so nice, but also just the way they're using the spaces now. Talk with Chris Owen about the fact that those outdoor spaces are getting used more. Yeah, yeah they, they, and they have toned down the design. I mean, this has a, a real Caribbean feel to it. Um, I like the light colors. I love my stateroom. I, it's spacious. Uh, with a balcony and just nice colors. And you're right about the exterior places. Uh, I think Carnival's putting a lot of emphasis on, uh, on the outside areas of the ship, not only on the upper decks, but also on the promenade decks, particularly on deck five, where you've got all these outdoor dining venues. You've got this new uh, Fat Jimmy's barbecue, which is crowded. Come early, folks. Yeah. And, uh, you and it's only on sea days, too, which is a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, only on sea days, no extra charge. Uh, and that's designed to help pull people away from the Lido uh, on the upper decks, which can be really crowded at lunchtime. Ralph Grizzle, thank you so much for being with us again on Cruise Radio, man. wonder how we say goodbye in Croatian. Well, I'm pretty sure we could find out pretty quickly. <laughs> 
right, that is going to do it. Coming up next week, we are going to cover some of the things we simply did not have time for this week, like Hasbro, the game show, also Playlist Productions, and a highlight of all the ports. Be sure to follow our C blog at cruiseradio.net. You can also check out the pictures there, videos, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash cruiseradio. And while you're there, download the Cruise Radio Live app, available at your app store and Android market. From the brand new Carnival Breeze in the Mediterranean, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.